This is Nattering with E with your host, Eric Friedlander. What up, world? It's your boy E letting you know we are now proud members of the Visionaries Global Media family. That's right. Catch us Wednesdays on Visionaries Global Media. Welcome to Visionaries Global Media. Your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media. Envisioning excellence on a global scale. Brendan returns for another episode of Nattering with E. This is Frigid A with Eric and SJ. So, as you just heard, that's right, Nattering with E and shows such as Frigid A are now on Visionaries Global Media. Thanks to our guy, High Five Tom, for hooking us up with uh, Chad and Diesel, who run Visionaries Global Media. Nattering with E can now be featured on Wednesdays, uh, sometimes Sundays, sometimes other is depending on how many episodes we feel like putting out. Uh, they said, go crazy and just send us the footage. So, yeah, uh, we are ready to go all right as you know as always people here we go what a world it's your boy e coming at you from the nattering with these studios i am here today joined by two people who i do the podcast with when one's not available and the other one is and uh today i finally got them both on uh mr brundon and miss sj so today we are going to be doing our listing our 90s bands that are our favorites so before we go into that sj how the hell are you my friend i'm good i'm good just you know just uh chilling having a lazy day today went out for lunch with some of my sisters so i'm doing pretty good nice and full ready to record you've got like 19 sisters so how many did you uh go out with (laughs) (laughs) only two only two (laughs) only two The two, yeah. I, the two I talk to. Yeah, oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Brendan, how's it going, my man? Doing good, man. Got into the spirit of the 90s last night with the Spin Doctors. Nice. And uh, yeah, now I'm ready to roll. This is my, uh, this is when the music's, I always say this is when music ended for me was in the 90s, even though I listened to a whole bunch of 2000s, but this is always my go-to. If you look at my Spotify, it's full of best of 94, 95, 96, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, excited to excited to get in depth on this one. Yeah, I love that we were able to create uh, through Shining Wizards that blend where we have like I think six or seven people from the Discord just like created a blend of all their music. So it's like yes. nice mix of mute of nineties and things like that. Esther, you're you're on that too, right? On what? Uh, there's like a blend option for Spotify that we did through the Wizards. Oh yeah, yeah, I have it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so we're all there, and it is great. Um, So this will go up on Wednesday, but we're recording on Sunday. And the reason I bring that up is because finally, after 30 years of being a fan, I finally saw the Leafs light up a team instead of uh, get destroyed by a team by that same score. So yesterday, (laughs) they beat the Ducks 9-2. to Austin Matthews, second hat-trick in... uh, Three days, Bobby McMahon. Who the hell is Bobby McMahon? Um, has scored uh, five goals in the last two games. So uh, looks like the Leafs are doing well. And uh, SJ, your Jets are doing good. 
uh, Brendan, um, I think today, Sunday, uh, it's the stadium series, right? Uh, yeah, they're losing 4-2 to two to the Islanders right now. Stupid Islanders. So how do we want to do this for um, our 90s bands? Do you want um, – maybe we'll go SJ, Brendan, me, or do you want to do Brendan, SJ, me, or do you want to do – I'm cool with whatever. Okay. Don't care. <laughs> All right, so – uh, because Canadians are known as being polite people, we will say, Brendan, you have the floor, sir. Oh, the New Jersey people aren't known? Uh, no, I don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you had a show about the mafia for crying out loud. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. So uh, the way I thought about this is I pretty much picked bands and went off their uh, what they did in the 90s. So I always had, like, if I would pick Metallica, which, spoiler alert, I didn't, uh, I wouldn't use Kill em All or, you know, Garbage Like San Anger. So, first band I decided to uh, throw out there is The Offspring. Ooh. I was a huge Offspring fan in the 90s, and I still still enjoy their music right now, but they, they put out, looks like, three three albums in the 90s four uh i don't know much about ignition but they had smash which was their hit that uh they got crazy with ixnay on the ombre which is still one of my favorite albums of all time and i just listened to the whole thing today again and americana which uh kind of put them out and uh helped their uh career take off so yeah top five bands in the 90s gotta kick it off with offspring Huge fan. Nice. That's a good choice. Yeah. They're uh I like I said, I listened to Extend the Ombre again and that I listened I like wore that C D. I'll say C D because I had all these on CDs when I was that age. I wore that thing out. It was so it it just has so many great tracks on it. I never did get to see them in concert, but uh I think S you said you did before, right? SJ? I've seen them twice. Twice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they That's were very awesome. good. <laughs> I mean, uh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh did you uh get to meet them, SJ? <laughs> oh no, no, I didn't meet them, no. Like I think the first time I I saw them I won tickets, it was when they were with Sublime. Um, so that <sighs> one was a really cool. good show. And then I just seen them recently last year when I went for Simple Plan. They were the headliner. Oh, amazing. They were, you didn't see them with Everclear before? Or was that a different show? No, I've seen Everclear with like Fastball and that um, was it. Yeah. Earth Horizon, but no, not, never, not ever together. That would have been pretty cool, though. That would have been a cool show. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so if you, if, uh, as I say, if I got to recommend a few songs from them, obviously Gone Away is a great song. Cool to Hate is probably I like lived by because I hated everybody when I was that age and this came out. And uh, <laughs> Meaning of Life was a great song for Mixed Day and the Ombre. I, I just can't say enough good things about that, that CD. What was the second one? Gone Away and then? Uh, cool to Hate. Cool to Hate. Yeah. Ooh. <sighs> I'm just making show notes at the same time, so I'm. <laughs> and of course, the I would be remiss if I didn't mention the kids. All right, 
are sorry the kids aren't all right because they quote my name in it oh unfortunately brendan oded and died in that song but still my name oh yeah i forgot about that oh my god (laughs) yeah yeah i totally forgot about that one (laughs) i gotta give uh, americana another good listen through yeah i i love gone i love gone away that um, way was great, yeah. And uh, self esteem's a good one too. I don't know. Self esteem, like- yeah. That, yeah. That uh, that was like their first hit, I believe. So, uh, also because you know you can't have a podcast with us without talking about wrestling. Mm-hmm. That was the first ever theme Brian Danielson used in Ring of Honor. Going self- away. Oh, self esteem. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. So. Hey. All right, I'll volley to uh, somebody else who wants to take the reins. Um, SJ, go. Uh, you can go. I'm just gonna let Ivy out of my uh, apartment, and then uh, I'll be right back. But but talk. But but start start. Talk yes, sure, sure, sure. All righty. So for my number five, um, I had a really hard time picking these ones, but I was trying to go by kind of like you know what I listened to most growing up and whatever. So my number five goes to Bush, Bush X, <laughs> a.k.a. Bush now. <laughs> um, anyways, um, but yeah, so they released two great albums in the 90s, uh, which included like 16 Stone and Razorblade Suitcase. Um, 16 Stone was great. They had like Glycerine, Machine Head, Come Down, like all those great songs. Um, and then... And then my favorite of the album of theirs is definitely Razorblade Suitcase because, like, that one was, like, banger after banger on that album. Like, I mean, you've had, like, Swallowed, Cool Contagious, Mouth, Greedy Fly, like, just on and on, like, hits for that one. Um, when I first uh, discovered Bush X, they were actually on this Canadian uh, show called uh, YTV's Hit List. I don't know if you know who that is, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I remember um, that. But yeah, that. so one day it was like, um, I don't know, it was like boy band crush episode or whatever. And apparently Gavin Rothdale was a boy, was a guy that girls crushed. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I mean, he was pretty good looking, not going to lie. He was a pretty rocker. <laughs> um, yeah, he was a pretty rocker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but no, like I saw them on there and then like I just followed them since. And yeah, they've been great. Um, they came to Winnipeg once back in 97, but I ended up not being able to go because I was sick with the flu. So I've never got the theme book, surprisingly. <laughs> Sadly. Me, me neither. Uh, they were touring again, but tickets were just outrageous. So uh, I took a skip on them. Really? I didn't, Yeah, they, they, never, they only came here that one year and never again. So I don't uh, freaking know. That's too bad. <laughs> that's a great choice, yeah. though. Swallowed is like one of my all-time favorite songs. Mine is Greedy Fly. I really love Greedy Fly. That's my favorite one out of that album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's my number five. Uh, what's yours, Eric? Uh, so I have a bit of a rant uh, before I go into my mm-hmm. five. <laughs> uh, so so when it comes mm-hmm. to this, when it comes to deciding on the, the 90s favorite bands, I kind of went with two different lists. One was bands I listened to in the actual 90s, and then the other is bands I went back and listened to that came out in the 90s, if that makes any sense. So, yeah. like, as a, ki- as a kid, I was, like, yeah. huge into Goo Goo Dolls and, like, Semi-Sonic and New Radicals, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Bon Jovi. And, and then, like, now, 
now I'd get kicked out of like many social circles if I listen to any of those bands. Yeah, I'm thinking about kicking you out for the new radical. Sorry. <laughs> hey, you get what you give, you right? I <laughs> uh, yeah, but now um okay, so my top five, I would say um okay. This kind of sets the bar really, really high, but my fifth one is Alice and James. Great choice. Can't go wrong with that. So, um, as we mentioned before, we're all big uh, wrestling heads. And when I I used to love Tommy Dreamer. And so when he came out to uh, Man in the Box, um, I was like hooked on that song. Um, so I had to like just get my hands on everything that uh, uh, Alice and James did. So, like, uh, Jar of Flies, for instance, I must have blasted for like six months straight as soon as I heard it in like 2002 when I was a little bit older. I was uh, like Man in the Box, Nutshell, um, Down in a Hole, uh, um, there's one called Queen of the Rodeo, which is just like such an awesome song. It's about, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting that song came out because um, at the time it did because like trans is more of a thing now i guess and so like the song's basically about a trucker who like hooks up with a trans uh man and um the guy freaks out when he finds out in the morning that it's another guy that he slept with and so uh the uh the trans person goes and like has an affair with the guy's mom <laughs> so they sing about it <laughs> so it's a it's a crazy it's a crazy uh song but uh yeah allison chains is uh my number five fantastic Why? choice have you guys uh, seen can, them live? I can or? only imagine what your nether four are gonna be if allison chains is five my it's, god yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i have not seen allison chains live no I wish I had. I have. I have. Nice. <laughs> but what's the new guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Duval. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's still pretty good with the new guy, but eh, it was still Allison Chain. It's interesting, too, with, with um, like, Duval came in to basically be the uh, new singer, of course, but it seems like Jerry does all the lead vocals, and then uh, he's the he's the more the melodies, whereas, like, Lane was the, the main singer previously. crazy yeah okay so you're number five i mean number four uh, Mr. Brother. all right so i am going with everclear <laughs> huge huge fan of everclear in the mid to late 90s um i discovered them i believe with sparkle and fade like i heard a song off of that and once uh the second album came out yeah, that I heard Santa Monica first and just like fell in love with them. I love Santa Monica. Yeah, awesome. and then I heard uh, once uh, set, uh, so much for the Afterglow came out. It was just like, all right, this is my band. I'm gonna listen to everything they have. Uh, buy you a new life. Everything to everyone. Father of mine. Just like all that with sunflowers. They had so many great amazing songs throughout the 90s um uh, heroin girl off of sparkle and fade is probably one of my top five songs favorite songs of all time easily um yeah i just can't say enough good things about them 
I never saw them in concert. They were in my area uh, last summer, but it was actually on a day where I think we were on vacation someplace else. Oh, no. But I do have a, I do thankfully have a signed card from the band where they signed all their names. Thank to, thanks to somebody who's writing right now. Hmm, I wonder who. <laughs> and it sits on, it's been sitting on the mirror of my dresser for years now. That's awesome. So, yeah, gotta go. Uh, Everclear number four for me. Yeah, so you're Fantastic. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. Uh, so, so uh, SJ, what are your memories of Everclear? They're just freaking amazing. <laughs> like all their songs are great. They're like very talented. Like I would see them again and again. Like they were so good live. <laughs> Yeah, they. I don't want to say they feel like two different bands with Sparkle and Fade and uh, so much for the Afterglow, but uh, Sparkle and Fade definitely had more of a edge to it. But so much for the Afterglow was just so good too. So hard to uh, argue with that one. Was, did they sing um, "We Were Nearly Freshmen" or like who who sang that song? For, like like the line is like for the life of me I can't remember. Oh, uh, no, we that were, wasn't them. I know no. you're. I know that song though. Okay. I always yeah, thought I, think it, I know that one too. Yeah, that's a definite the, '90s song. I always thought it was them, but <laughs> <apparently> it wasn't. <laughs> that's either like Semisonic or the Verve or one of that. Uh, let me look up. Real I'm doing that now. Hey Google. Trent Tumanis? Or no, the Wallflowers. Oh, Wallflowers are good. Yeah, they're fine. Uh, <laughs> they had oh, that the verb pipe. The verb pipe. That was the oh, was the verb pipe? Yeah, verb pipe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the freshmen. Oh, 1996 it was released. Huh. Nice. Apparently a lot of people had For the Life of Me songs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, what was their name? Uh... Hanging by a moment. I think it was in the two thousands. So. Uh, Lifehouse. Lifehouse. Yes. <laughs> oh, I know Lifehouse. I blasted yeah. the shit out of that band. Oh my god, I was like obsessed. <laughs> them, and, them and Twelve Stones. I was like so. Twelve into. Stones was great. Yeah. Oh, Twelve Stones. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> love Twelve I, I remember being like big into those bands, like because uh, I'm only about. Well, like you're both forty, right? So I'm I'm about uh like five years. Forty two. Forty two. So maybe seven years. I'm forty. Years, <laughs> seven I'm and 40. five years. Seven, seven and five years younger. So I'm slightly behind. But like I remember, like my first memories of music were literally like ninety eight onwards. So I remember like all these bands and like mm-hmm. going into like new metal and things like that. Yeah, it's like a different generation of music. So like I I grew up with a lot of the grunge bands and this like that. By 98 like it had changed it was changing over to the new metal uh was getting a lot more popular and everything. Not a terrible thing for sure, but mm-hmm. like yeah. Tra- like our guy Tremont comes out to uh Freak on a Leash for uh H2O. Mm-hmm. And, like all the indies and I'm just like, "Oh my god, I love that. I love that song." <laughs> That rest was a of great that, song. Rest of that album stinks, but uh, uh, that, that's ouch. That's on. Because actually, the only part that he could play because of the copyright is the part where he's like, uh, 
My number four, once again, I went to what I mostly listened to. So my number four is No Doubt. Um, they're my number four choice um, of my top bands because, um, I don't know, once I heard like Tragic Kingdom, I was hooked. Like, that's such a really good album. And I mean, and Gwen Stefani was like a fucking idol. Like, I, everybody, every girl wanted to fucking be her. <laughs> and so, every guy but, wanted like, I mean, to uh, be with her. So <laughs> Exactly, right? <laughs> fucking Gavin got her. Yep. Number four and five anyway. connection there. Yeah. But anyways, but yeah, like, see how they have like Spiderwebs, Don't Speak, Just a Girl, Excuse Me, Mister. Like, you know, all those were really good back in the 90s. And I mean, they had released other albums after that, but I just couldn't kept like with like that heyday it was just too like I, I do like pop music but they just got too pop for me like because I'm just so used to her like you know her like the tragic kingdom the way it was more rock so um but yeah no like I said like no doubt is my number four um that's another band that I never ever got to see live yet unfortunately <laughs> it probably costs you an arm and a leg now I know, I know. And they did come one year, but I wasn't in town, so I was pissed. <laughs> but um <laughs> but yeah, no, like uh no doubt's definitely my number four. Like, and I still follow Gwen till this day, like with her solo stuff I really like too. Um, but yeah, but Charge of Kingdom will always be one of my favorites. That's my number four. Wait, Esther, <laughs> you said something interesting uh, on top of all that stuff. You said something else that was interesting. You like pop what did music? I say? You like pop music? No, really? When did that happen? <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> Hold on, my mind's not done blowing yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's my number four. What's your number four, Eric? Oh, man. Uh, it's tough. I'm just looking at this list and I'm like, which one do I want to make number four? You'll be blown away because last week it was technically my number one of Canadian bands, but it is number four here. And that is the tragically hip. I've loved this band. Ooh, that counts. I have, <laughs> I have loved this band forever. I've seen them seven or eight times. Um, every, every, time that i go to a show it smells basically like a uh marijuana house <laughs> which is uh, <laughs> um as someone who, who who dabbles in the electric lettuce i can definitely say that tragically hip is uh, one of the reasons why that is um i think they actually have their own uh, marijuana company now because cannabis is legal up here um Woo! i love Both places here too yeah yeah I um I think Mike was saying uh Mike LOL Peterson was saying that uh Massachusetts it became legal like last year or something like that. So yeah. Yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool. But yeah, tragically hip, I absolutely adore this band. Um up to here, uh from nineteen eighty eight, the year I was born actually, is probably my favorite album. Um I've done a couple of like uh covers uh singing for them. <laughs> so so I did a nice. couple of those. Uh, songs a buddy of mine and i true story um we sang we did a copy of i forget the name of the song now shit but anyways long story short i played this for a girl for for a girl and uh 
this is, I hope my parents don't listen to this now because it was uh, the first time that I knew more than kissing was after I had shown her that song. So it was the first time we, I did a little more than kissing at the time. So I was like, oh, sweet. <laughs> I got to play that. Um, okay, so this name of the song was um, Opiated. Opiated. It's uh, it's it's great. It's a great song, uh, but yeah, they, they uh, they're fantastic. I've I've seen them at what's now the Scotiabank Theater probably like six of the seven times. I saw them once at this like place called Kensington Market, which is like a historical staple in Toronto. Um, actually, no, no, that was the one concert I didn't see because they were playing half an hour sets or whatever, and having like small audiences in there and um. When when me and uh, two friends went to go check it out, they canceled our set because get this, they wanted to have dinner, so they had to make a cut at one of the sets. So they they put the kibosh on the set we were going to. So I was like, seriously, seriously. <laughs> so so I lived like north of where that was. So I I went back home because I was like, okay, fine, I'm not going to stick around. My friends who didn't like the hip but came with me stayed. And they got to meet uh, Gordy and uh, Rob Baker um, from the band right at, like, as soon as they got in. Nice. That's so, awesome. Nice. So it's like, I could have met, I could have met, like, Gord Downey, but I was like, no, nah, I'm going home. These guys are eating, like, screw them. So I did, like, it was, it was really stupid. But yeah, great, great, great band. So that's my number four. I can't believe you haven't met him. What the hell? <laughs> I know. I've seen them seven times and never met them. Yeah, weird. Yeah, <laughs> okay. weird. I got in a fight once at one of their concerts uh, over. Um, I, I went out with this girl and uh, we bumped into her ex, her ex's best friends. And, like they had her cornered for some reason. So like I was buying a shirt for my sister and um, uh, the guy selling me the shirt was like, I think your friend's in trouble. And I turned around and I like see they're cornering her. So I like ran over and I like body checked them from behind and who came to break it up? Four off-duty cops. <laughs> like, hey, what's going on here? And we're like, oh, nothing, nothing. We're just playing. We're just playing. Uh, so, so we almost got arrested, but we were like, no, 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 it's totally fine. We literally have each other with like our our hands in a. Uh, this is an audio only podcast, but like, uh, picture us um, having our hands on each other's shirts, ready to throw punches, and these cops come. They're like, hey, what's going on here? Oh, nothing. We're playing around. <laughs> we're playing around, and they let it. They let it slide. <laughs> I think you told me the story already, actually, too. I think yeah, I remember yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny. Crazy. I've, uh, yeah, new for Brendan, I guess. But yeah. Hey, I listen to your podcast, too. So. Oh, sweet. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you know what? I appreciate that more than you know, that like so, that someone actually listens <laughs> to what we're doing. So, it's great. Um, but yeah, so next up is our number three. Number three. So three. my one through three can literally just be in different order depending on how I feel. So uh, I'll throw the big name out there. I'm going to go with uh, Nirvana. Ooh, I, at number three. Oh, at man. number Damn. three. Hey, this is my opinion. So No, I'm just saying like, <laughs> is, like your next two are no, probably like huge. That's just really good. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I mean, like, up to this day, I still absolutely love Nirvana. And, you know, they only had two CDs, technically. 
in uh in the 90s so in your toe and everybody's favorite never mind but i mean they also had the live unplugged cd which was the last thing they basically did before kirk Cobain died uh i specifically remember seeing uh smells like teen spirit being at my grandmother's house and seeing like one of the first times they played it on mtv and i geez i would have been like 10 or 11 maybe and just absolutely falling in love with them then and it's just gone on and on for them so uh yeah nirvana number three just so many great songs that they had i'm trying to trying to pull it up now i don't know why it's not working uh you know songs like uh so you say all apologies uh rape me which i got a hundred to on karaoke once uh heart-shaped box <laughs> dumb i mean just all the great songs off of Nevermind. uh just they're just amazing so it's hard to uh you can't really have a 90s rock music it might be like the uh popular choice but it's hard to not put them on it let me see and where did you sleep last night is like one of the greatest live songs i've ever heard even though it's a cover of uh Lead Belly song that's on the uh uh the unplugged CD. So unfortunately because obviously I was maybe 13 when they Kirk Cobain passed away. I never saw them. I did see a uh cover band do Nirvana last year and that was amazing. So that's yep. awesome. nice. Yes. Pretty sick, pretty sick. No. So, so after like 20 years of avoiding them, I, I'm also into Nirvana now. I was like so uh anti anti them. I just like I don't know, they just weren't my thing. Like I loved grunge as I noted with Alice in Chains, but like Nirvana couldn't get into uh mainly because they uh, ripped off DDP's uh, theme music. Lies. <laughs> and Chris Jericho. No, Chris Jericho was Pearl Jam. Never mind. Yeah, so so uh like Smells Like Teen Spirit is like such a such an iconic song, you know? Like you can't you can't think of Nirvana without that song, I would argue I would argue. Like it's it's great. Um are you into Foo Fighters now? Like uh Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've always loved Foo Fighters ever since they uh they're just Dave Grohl is like the greatest musician of all time yeah in my mind I mean being the drummer for one of the most successful bands then moving on to singer for the Foo Fighters another upset super successful plus Queens of the Stone Age that was uh, him right yeah yeah and uh them Crooked Vultures uh he played yeah but he, he's on the he's just it's ridiculous how good he is at everything he does yeah, yeah. It's insane to think that like them crooked vultures was basically Nirvana, <clears throat> Nirvana slash Foo Fighters, the Queens of the Stone Age, and Led Zeppelin all in one because they had John Paul Jones play bass. Oh, them. okay, yeah. And then uh, Josh Ami from uh, Queens of Stone Age and Caius uh, was uh, also on that project. Unbelievable, unbelievable stuff. It's it, it's cool seeing these guys like the guys who who. Once these bands um, dissolved, it's it's cool to see like some of these guys have still had like such a big impact like twenty yeah. years later. So, 
Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, SJ, uh, how do you feel about Nirvana? I, I love them. I mean, um, they're, they're, I can't give a spoil. Never mind. Oh, yeah, I love them. They're really good. They're really okay. amazing. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, what's your number uh, three? Well, for my number three, I went with corn. Because, um, like, Great I remember listening. Oh, yeah. I remember listening to their uh, debut album in, like, 96. Like, even though it was released in 94, but that's when I first discovered them. (laughs) And, like, yeah, a friend of mine just showed me the song Blind and Shoots and Ladders. And then when I heard that, I was like, damn, these guys are good. Like, you know, I was just like, wow. And then I just continued to follow them up until, like, you know, Life is Peachy, um, Follow the Leader. Like, you know, like, Life is Peachy all day, Dream About Sex. I love that song. (laughs) Um. Yeah, and then, like, Follow the Leader was, like, an, a good album altogether, like, with, like, Freak on a Leash and Got the Light. Like, it was just, they were just a really amazing fucking band. And, like, that's another band that I freaking still never got to see either, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forget but, uh, that they did so much in the 90s, too. Oh, they did so much. Like, yeah. it was unbelievable. And then also they released Issues. Like, Issues was out, too. So... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're definitely my number three because, like, I still listen to them till this day over and over. That's my number three, my number three band. <laughs> I discovered them on Beavis and Butthead. Like, probably a lot of <laughs> other people in my generation, they had uh, Blind on there, and it was one of their most popular videos. Nice. So. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, I still got to see them, that panda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I discovered them on uh what was that Limp Biscuit song where they were in? Uh was it Break Stuff or Nookie? I think, I think it was Break, break Stuff because he had a bunch stuff. of people on his yeah. yeah. There were in a few of his videos. Yeah, like I used to just friggin' love Limp Biscuit back in the day. Like two thousand mm-hmm. two thousand and three. I was like, oh my god. Well yeah. Well like John it's Silver for the Nookie uh, baby. Yeah yeah. <laughs> John Silver and uh, Sonny Kiss are like always at shows with like Fred Durst. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm so yeah. jealous. I'm so jealous because they're so, they're younger than me, and I'm like, but you get to meet these guys. Like, oh, I'm so jealous. I'm so so. Jealous. I saw them in Jacksonville back in 2013, and then I'm gonna go see them again in Toronto in July. Yay! With Biscuit. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, they still tour. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Did you gonna... not know they were going to Toronto, Eric? I had no idea. I had no idea oh they were still kicking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Now now I have to see now I have to see you not only for money in the bank, but also for uh, uh Limp Biscuit. <laughs> oh, yes. I thought you knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So yeah. uh from new metal to really, I had no idea you're into this, Eric, but um one of my favorite bands ever, but mainly in the nineties, was Hootie and the Blowfish. I fucking oh, love. Good I fucking. I sort. Uh, sorry to curse mom and dad. Um, <laughs> I I love. I love. Uh, cracked rear view. Uh, from nineteen ninety four. That's the one that has like every every song you'd ever hear on the radio. Like Let Her Cry, Hold My Hand, Only Want to Be with You, Time. Um, Hey Hey, What Can I Do? Uh, what else? Innocent. Oh no no no. Uh, those are the main songs there that I would 
say but yeah like i love hootie and the blowfish all those songs are just phenomenal i uh i i've never seen them live but i i met someone once i think i told this on the podcast before but i had a friend who she met she she and her friends were were front row at a hootie and the blowfish concert and like darius rucker aka hootie um Mm -hmm. leaned over pulled out his room key and gave it to her and was like, hey, come back after the show. And she was like, no, I have a boyfriend. I'm not going to go back with you. So um, I so I made the joke. I'm just like, well, how do you get back into his room if he gave you his room key? And she's like, that's like that. They have a couple of room keys, trust me. That's actually what she said. And I was like, I was like, no, he's like out there stuck. Still trying to get back into his room because of you. <laughs> you should have gone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, he. So it's funny. He covers um, old, old Crow Medicine shows uh, Wagon Wheel, and um, people think that it's him who did that, who did the original. But it's them. Uh, so it's interesting that way too, because uh, like Darius Rucker has like a really good solo career, but mm-hmm. I will forever know him as like. Hootie from the Blowfish, Hootie and the Blowfish. So I was like, oh, yeah, he's like a country artist now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Actually, funny, funny story for you guys uh, too. Um, Did I ever tell you the story where um, I'll tell you this story and interrupt me at any time if if I've told you this before? So um, a few years ago, I was working at. tiff uh toronto international film festival just volunteering and uh i'm wearing a philadelphia phillies uh baseball cap and this uh british guy comes up to me and uh he taps me on the shoulder and he says hey i never do this and you're thinking to yourself like oh this guy was a couple years older than me so like probably like 30 like if i was 29 he was probably 32 let's just say and he comes up to me taps me on the shoulder and says like i never do this and i'm like oh my god what the hell is this what the hell is happening he pulls out an old phillies cap and we start talking about like how even though he's from england he loves uh the phillies and i tell him about how i love crappy sports teams and so on and so um at the end of the conversation he shakes my hand and he sees my shirt says my name and he's like eric in a british accent he's like eric it was a pleasure meeting you and I look at his shirt, and his shirt says Henry Cavill on it. <laughs> and I, I had no idea it was Superman. So I was like, oh, oh, it, it was a pleasure meeting you too. Hey, 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 oh my God. Oh my God. Like, that is crazy. Um, and so so uh, he leaves, and someone is like, oh, that that's so cool. Like, who was that guy? And I was just like, uh, yeah, me and Superman go back five minutes. <laughs> so so uh, the reason... What that has to do with Hootie and Blowfish is that someone said to me afterwards, now that you've met Superman, who's the next like uh, person or people that you would mark out for? And I like thought long and hard, and I was just like, probably Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish, hundred percent, hundred percent. If I met those guys, I would like lose my mind. I'd be like, so cool. I would have been like Mr. Rucker. I I, I would have taken your room key. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing here? I, I give it to the girl. <laughs> sorry, bad joke. Sorry. Okay, so number four for uh, Mr. Brunton. Number two now, right? Oh yeah, number two. Number yeah, 
Yeah. And can I just say it's amazing we have not had an overlap yet. There's three of us. Yeah. And we've gone through three <laughs> rounds and we have not overlapped yet. And yeah. we're still not going to with this pick. Yeah. So uh my number two is the band Live. So I will say Live was like the first band that really got me into like rock. Like I got I heard uh what song was it? Uh was it Lightning Crashes? No, no, no. Uh, no. All over you. I heard that on the radio and I was like, who is this? And I need whatever CD this is on. And I'm going to play this forever. So I instantly got throwing copper from my parents and just like played the hell out of it until it was scratched to death. Uh, they were like my first like real favorite band that I can remember as a kid. I mean, like I had other bands, but they were mostly like my father's band. But this is the first one like I really discovered and like got me into this type of music. I uh, played the hell out of this, listened to lots of I Alone and Lightning Crashes, obviously. Uh, they had actually, I believe they had four albums in the 90s. And if my mouse would co cooperate, I could look. Uh, let's see. So they had uh, 1991 Mental Jewelry, which probably nobody's heard of. Uh, but it, I had that. That was a good one. Uh, 97, they had Secret Samadia, which is a very uh, underrated uh, underrated CD. I listened to the majority of that last night. It's extremely good. And uh, 99, they had The Distance From Here. Or Distance to Here, which had When Dolphins Cry, which is also another one of my favorite uh, songs from that's, them. Yeah, that song's so, a jam. Yeah, live. Nice. Throwing Copper will always be one of my favorite albums. I I would listen to it back to front anytime I would listen to it. So, yeah. Just... Nice. Uh, I honestly didn't... <laughs> Go ahead. No, I honestly didn't know they had more music out than that. Yeah, cool. yeah, they have a lot of CDs. I mean, even after that, into the 2000s, they had a, a hell of a lot of CDs. They they had a pretty popular career. Yeah. I don't know if it was them or uh, REM, but like whoever the main guy was uh, for one of those bands was he came out as like highly anti-Semitic <laughs> and I was like, I hope it's not live. I don't think it, <laughs> it might be REM, but I'm just, uh, one of those I bands would be REM either. Uh, I gotta look this up now. One of those bands was like, uh, not for them. Oh, Michael Stipe. Uh, oh, that is REM. Yeah. Michael Stipe. Yeah, he was, he was uh, yeah. So I was, Ow. I was like, damn it, I liked you guys, and now I'm going to hate you, and I just, oh, uh, yeah. I hate that stuff. <laughs> hate it's funny, the, uh, I, I googled live lead singer, and the third thing that comes up is live lead singer rat tail. Because <laughs> he had that, uh, like, oh. rat tail, uh, ponytail thing when it, during throwing copper. Right. right. <laughs> Another <laughs> band, uh, Another band I saw or really enjoyed seeing on Beavis and Butthead, even though they kind of crapped on them. But I'll get over with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love Beavis and Butthead, actually. People, yes. Um, 
I don't know if you guys notice uh, for when I'm chuckling along, but do I sound like either of those guys being Mr. Butthead? No. I'm laughing. Okay. My, my, co- my co-workers... Are you, corn- are you Cornholio? I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. Well, then, no, then you don't sound like them. Because my, my, my co-workers, whenever I'm cackling at like the Discord while I'm checking my phone at work... Um, They'll be like, oh my god, Eric, you sound like Beavis and Butthead. And I'm just like, I don't know if you've seen Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. Classic. So, all right, SJ, you're going to break the trend, or what do we got? Number two. I have, for my number two, my number two choice is Metallica. Going to Metallica. <laughs> what can I say? Like, I mean, about Metallica, they're, they're legends. I mean, they've been around for so long, you know? Uh, my favorite album of theirs was probably in from the 90s, um, obviously the one with the black cover, the self-titled that had like all the like, like banger after banger, like Enter Sandman, Unforgiven, Sad But True, Nothing Else Matters. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the whole album was just amazeballs, right? So, um, but yeah, like, I mean, I first discovered them, believe it or not, roller skating when I was like 11 or 12. <laughs> <laughs> they would always play like um, Enter Sandman for a speed skate, so... Then you would just like race around the ring to uh, enter Sandman, and that's where I discovered Metallica. <laughs> so, yeah, and I'm proud to say I have seen them in concert three times. Nice. So, yeah. And I would give it another chance. I would go see them again, regardless. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that's my number two. <laughs> Great choice. I mean, they had that oh, yeah. uh, year where they did load and reload, like back to back, I remember. Yeah, that one was amazing too. Yeah, they had a they had a pretty good nineties. I would say that they were definitely they like right outside my top five. That's for sure. Yeah, like I said, it was so freaking hard to make this list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was impossible, really. Um, Metallica, I remember, I hated for the longest time, not because like uh, like a childhood bully was like obsessed with Metallica. So I was like, F this band because they're like his favorite band. Um, but then uh, going back to that um, comment earlier about Alice in Chains and liking uh, Tommy Dreamer, I loved Enter Sandman from uh, uh, with when the Sandman would come out and like hit people with a Singapore cane. And it would take him like a half an hour to get to the uh, uh, ring. I, I, I always wanted to see like Sandman versus The Undertaker just to see like, uh, but, but like in a winner makes it to the ring match because both their entrances are like 45 minutes so, but, but uh yeah that um i've been getting into them more recently actually um so baroness who you both know i'm obsessed with uh thanks to will and gina uh their okay. guitarist their guitarist gina gleason um she was in a band called um miss talica and it was an all-women's band who uh covered metallica so they have a cover nice. of they have a cover of uh, Master of Puppets that's like chef's kiss, basically. It's so good. <laughs> so so I've been into them uh, since. And then I also disliked uh, Metallica previously because, uh, I mean, Rivera used to come out to uh, that for the... Uh, yes. So I was... And, and I'm not a Yankees guy. I've always been Oakland or the Blue Jays, so I just like... Nope. Not for me, Mariano. Not for me. <laughs> the only thing that the only thing that made me mad about Natalka is when they closed Napster. I was fucking pissed. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 I Other saw, than that, they make good music. <laughs> I forget what movie I saw recently, but they were like, um, uh, it was going back to the '90s, and um, some guy is like 
in his in his coming into his house and uh i think he's like really into music or something like that and so he goes into his house and all they show is like he turns on the lights and lars alrich is there with a with a uh, silencer <laughs> they're like this is what happened in napster <laughs> <laughs> oh that sounds yeah you know what that kind of does sound familiar now yeah i'm trying to think what that was from uh but yeah uh so my next band is so i have like a bunch of notes and i'm just like where am i right now because i have like a couple other rants that i want to get out to uh, while we're doing this uh okay so my next band is blues traveler uh i've i've loved jam bands for for basically my whole life i would say uh like fish is big for me as well but uh yeah blues traveler like john popper's a virtuoso and he just uh the way that guy works a harmonica is yes he uh like four four is a legendary album um basically anything they come out with i'm just like uh i don't know if you have bands like this too brendan but um where anything they come out with no matter if like anyone else thinks it's like crap just because they're your band quote unquote you're like this is amazing no matter no matter what oh yeah for sure yeah so for them i'm just like like anything they come out with i'm just like oh my god hook is one of my uh, one of my favorite songs of all time I love that song. I've always wished I could do karaoke to that, but I can't sing that fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I tried to play um, uh, harmonica. Harmonica is my instrument uh, that I can do. Uh, I tried to play that for Hook, and I was like, nope, <laughs> not happening, man, not happening. Uh, but yeah, Mountain Winds again, Brother John, uh, Run Around. Uh, what else there's there's tons there was there was a song back in 08 that they performed on letterman called uh you you me and everything and so um yeah, at, the, yeah. at the time i i thought it was a jam because i was just saying to brendan uh actually that um uh blues travelers one of those bands where no matter what they put out even if it's crap i will always love it because i love them sort of thing I'm sure, you, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you have bands like that too <laughs> so, oh yeah definitely so i remember um i wanted to show this girl you me and everything the uh the song and one of her so i posted it on her facebook at the time and one of her one of her friends private messaged me and said don't you ever send her music again you listen to shit music <laughs> and oh, stay, wow. the, stay the heck away Holy. from me and i was like hey man don't you i was like don't you ever say that about blues traveler they are the best you are wow you are wrong you are wrong that's crazy <laughs> but yeah i i love that sort of music like jam bands things like that and like that indie scene i i, I love that stuff so it's 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 great I've never seen them live, but I've been uh, a couple of years ago. Apparently, Hootie and Blues Traveler did a, did a tour together. Oh, like, that's awesome! I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta go! I gotta go!" And uh, I wasn't able to for some reason. I forget. But that sounds like a tour from like nineteen ninety five. Yeah, so it'd be me and like I a think bunch Blues of, like, Traveler. I think. Hold on. I, I think they played a, f- a fair here one year in the 90s, actually. I believe I remember seeing them at the Red Rex one year. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, they were really good. 
Well, like the the things John Popper can do with a with a harmonica are just—I would go see them live. Yeah, yeah, they they rule, they rule. They're, they're like hardcore Republicans apparently, but like oh, but but besides that, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> like like I find that in wrestling too. You know, when you find out that that uh, someone's become like big on politics, and you're just like, oh, they went the other way than what I am, and I'm just like. I like you as a wrestler, <laughs> at least. <laughs> but like everybody hates Kane now, right? Because he's like the mayor of. Uh, I think he's a Republican or something. Yeah, he's a Republican mayor of Knoxville County, uh, Tennessee. Yeah, but as a wrestler, like I loved, I loved his gimmick back then, and then so. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so Blues Traveler is my number two. So, so before we get to- into it. Before ones, we get right? into our number ones, mm-hmm. uh, let's go through our honorable mentions. List. Oh God, this is gonna take forever. Yeah, I got a. Whole or do you want to do ones and then do? Uh, do no, doesn't matter. And then Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do um, honorable mentions. So I'll throw a few out there. Sure. Uh, Green Day for me was an honorable mention. They literally were like. 5.1 for me i played out dookie like non-stop when i was a kid uh just like all their cds in the 90s were so good like i'm not a biggest fan of them in the 2000s but in the 90s they were just amazing uh pearl jam was unbelievable just fell out stone temple pilots i mean plush is one of the greatest cds of all time it's just hit after hit Foo Fighters as well. We mentioned them before. Unbelievable. Corn. The more I thought about it, the more I tried to get corn into my top five. I just I couldn't <laughs> couldn't do it. Um, who else? So I got there. Creed. I think they only had one. That's Kate's favorite scene. band, right? <laughs> yep. I it love is. Creed. I absolutely love Creed. Uh, Counting Crows was another one. Uh, Gin Blossoms, uh, Weezer, and Radiohead. Nice. Yeah. So all those honorable mentions. Fifteen. I had a lot of honorable mentions. Weren't guys um Seven Dust big in the nineties, or they're more? Yeah, yeah, and of course Seven Dust too. They're just like. Well, they had an album in the nineties. They had probably two, I think, because I think Denial came out in the Mm -hmm. nineties as well. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They I did. I can look that up now. Yeah, because I know the song "Black" came out was like one of their first songs. Or "Black" and "Bitch" were on the same album. They were yeah. those were '90s songs. Yeah. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, yeah, I love when they play those. Yeah. Uh, "Home," "Home" mm-hmm. was 1999. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, they had the self-titled and then "Home." And, but like every, I mean every song they or everything they put out is great. Yeah, they they definitely yeah. would go into that um, uh, category I was mentioning uh, previously about uh, a band that like anything they come out with, no matter if it's crap, you'll always love. You know, hundred <laughs> like, percent. Yep. One of those. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so SJ, your honorable mentions. Sure, we want to go there. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, so for mine, it's like so. I have Silver Chair. Oh, sweet! So good. It's like you know, Frog Stomp, Freak, like um, just 
so many amazing songs from them. And Daniel Johns is just amazing. Um, I also had Stone Temple Pilots. I also had Pearl Jam. Mm -hmm. um, I also had Soundgarden. Good choice. Yeah. Uh, Temple of the Dog. Um, and then I had Everclear. <laughs> Limp Bizkit, <laughs> The Cranberries. Oasis, Blur, Nin, and Creed. <laughs> that was my honorable mention. See, I told you I had a shitload. <laughs> I'd be yeah, remiss. Those... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, uh, I'd be remiss too if I didn't throw Nada Surf out there just for that one oh my song. God. Popular. That's oh. like one of my all time favorite 90s songs, but that's like all they ever did. Was that so I couldn't? Yeah, one hit wonders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they were totally and there's also wonders. that um, yeah, there's also Beck too, like with Loser oh, yeah. and yeah. all that Beck, where it's at kind of thing. But I don't. Was it nineties or was it two thousand? No, Beck was nineties. Loser yeah. was in the nineties. Yeah, 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 Beck yeah. was the nineties as well. Yeah, but yeah, so that's my honorable mentions. Like I said, I could I could say more, but we'll take hours. We'd be here all night. <laughs> Okay. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, what do you got, Eric? Uh, okay, so this kind of brings me to a little bit of a brand uh, before I get into mine. So, uh, some bit. So, so as I was saying earlier, like I was, I was uh, like under under eleven for most of the '90s. So I, I feel like, um, you know, when people are like, "Oh, I wish I was like my current age back in like." the 70s or like the 90s i literally feel that way with like the bands we just listened at, we just listed and things like that so like um i've i've recently really got into like yola tango which is uh they're, they're a major indie band they um like any hipster who who loves uh alternative rock will say like yola tango is like the uh, band for them um their album from 97 uh i can hear the heart beating uh has so many jams like there's uh, stockholm syndrome uh autumn sweater a uh, couple um a couple other good ones there uh their, their most recent album this stupid world is is fantastic as well they have a song called uh, sinatra drive that's uh great um also uh guided by voices is a band that i just recently got mm. into they're they're like punk indie uh they were big in the 90s they were big in the 80s going into the 90s i remember uh uh off air when we were talking about how we were going to break this down it was like just focus on the 90s not their 80s albums <laughs> and i was like oh my god so hard so hard but i i realized too that a lot of the bands that um i was looking up started having like their albums in like 97 98 when i was like 9 10 years old so i was like oh it's not too terrible um built to spill is a band that uh i really got into in the last few years that i really wish that like i i would have gone and seen they played last year uh doug marsh is is an incredible writer um he he now uh he changes the band lineup every couple of years but like their most consistent lineup was from like 99 to about 2011 um mm. so they have a song called carry the zero and uh that specific song i when my previous dog bailey passed away i must have blasted that song for like six months afterwards it just like it was uh it was so emotional and it was just um 
it really got me through that time i would say so like thank you doug marsh if you ever listen to this episode thank you sir <laughs> also mm -hmm. i wanted uh so also i wanted to shout out our former co-host bauerhausen uh we did an episode of 90s nostalgia hour uh episode 5 90s emo music where like i had no idea that bands like jimmy world and uh afi and uh um a couple others were were actually 90s based like i always thought that they came out more in the 2000s so that was pretty cool um sj i don't know if you knew this but before but before you'd log on to record those episodes uh for 90s nostalgia hour bauer and i would be going through our music apps like spotify or youtube and just like share it mm -hmm. And uh, we would just be like, oh, what were you listening to now? What are you listening to now? And so, like, we literally have these, like, we have these, like monster boom things. Uh, I mean, a uh, playlist. So um, on our last episode about favorite Canadian bands and and you working at a music store, um, I feel like between you, Bauerhausen, mm -hmm. and now Brendan, um, I'll have so many playlists. It could be like Nattering E or Frigid A music store. Like we could create like our own music. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, if you guys are both up for it, uh, I feel like we should do episodes in the future, just reviewing like a specific band's discography. Like we mentioned so many good uh, bands uh, just now that um, I, I was mentioning to you yesterday about uh, Oasis and Ride, for instance, like both their discographies are awesome. Mm -hmm. Gaze is great so i feel like doing like sort of like a long yeah. form future episode would be cool just going through like discographies so yeah that's uh that's pretty much my, my sounds good mentions. yeah that's pretty much my honorable mentions mm -hmm. as well um okay so number one for each of us all right so my number one and number one in my heart is sublime <laughs> I Ooh, loved and I have just, you know, 30 on years of love of Sublime. It's never gone away. Uh, I unfortunately got into them and Bradley Noel died pretty much right after I got into them. I remember being very pissed, but uh, stuck with them, went through the whole back catalog and everything. They were, they're just, they were amazing and it sucks that they that he was taken from us you know by his own hand pretty much but uh they could have been they were just about to break out like huge like their self-titled album was unbelievable um obviously i got into them with uh what i got but just that whole that whole cd was just so good uh same in the end is probably my all-time favorite song. Any album, any band, anybody. Uh, what else? April 29th, 1992 is a great song. Uh, Caress Me Down is hilarious. Uh, but yeah, and then I went back. Um, was it Secondhand Smoke, if you've never listened to that album, it is crazy good. Or and that second, I'm sorry, Forty Ounce of Freedom, that was their uh, debut or uh, debut album. Uh that's where his, <clears throat> that's where Bad Fish was released on Smoke Two Joints, Forty Ounce of Freedom, Scarlet Begonias, which was a cover of a Grateful Dead song. So Sublime, I like I I just can't say enough great things about them. 
And to this day, I'll just throw on like a sublime on Spotify and just listen to them and like all the other crazy bands that come up with their music. So number one, sublime. Nice. Santeria is a jam too. Yeah. Santeria is a very huge jam. Yeah. If it wasn't for date rape, I'd never get laid. (laughs) You know, there was like a there was like an eight year period where I hadn't heard that song. And it came on, and I was—I knew every single <laughs> word still. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> KRS One yeah. is another one. If I, it like Eric, you were mentioning jam song or jam bands and jam songs before. Yeah, like yeah. Secondhand Smoke has a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Sublime's definitely in that category of like a jam. Yeah, band, you know? they're great. Um, I remember. And SJ, you mentioned uh, no doubt before. Have you heard Seeing Red before? Is that another band? No, uh, C and Red is a song by Sublime and uh, Gwen Stefani. I don't think I heard that one. Yeah, it's only like a minute and a half long, but it's a great song. Hmm. It's funny, like these guys, they put out more albums after Bradley Noel died. Like they had, uh, I think Robin of the Hood was uh, after that, or no, that was a regular one. Stand by your van was a live. I think stand by your van it was on, because it was a, they did it live. Uh, Secondhand smoke, greatest hits. You know, like all these. Uh, hey. Sublime acoustic was excellent. But yeah, they had like uh, four albums after okay. he passed away. <laughs> okay, I am looking up that song right now, and I am adding it to my Spotify right now. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> to give it a listen, I didn't even know. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. How did yeah. I you not can find know that? it on YouTube on YouTube too? They have a yeah, I just uh, seen it on here live too. version of them doing that. All right. That yeah. is added. <laughs> awesome. We can add these songs to uh the frigid A playlist and uh make mm-hmm. that available for people. So we'll do that okay. too. Nice. Sounds good. All right. Still oh. no uh still no uh whatever whatever it's called, uh doubles yet. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, just you wait. That's why I said yeah. <laughs> what do you got for number one then? Nirvana. Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> There's no point in it going on because you pretty much explained everything already. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I mean, I like Nirvana. Like I, they're my number one because like um, they were pretty much the like the first cassette I ever listened to as a kid. My sister got me to listen to the uh, Nevermind cassette. So, and like since then, like I just love their music, like Smells Like Teen Spirit, Lithium, and Bloom, like, you know, like all the great songs they had there. And then, as you were saying about the uh, MTV Unplugged in New York, that like I agree, that is like the most iconic unplugged album. Like, like, like just great. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, that's, and then since my sister gave me that cassette, I've been following them since. But yeah, that's my number one. We already heard more about it already. So, but yeah, that's my take on Nirvana. They're just fucking amazing. <laughs> I always love the way, uh, what's that? I can never say his last name. Uh, Chris, uh, what the hell is that guy's name? Their bassist. Chris Akovics or something like that? Yeah, something like that. However he said it. I always love the way he played bass, too. Like, he, ha- mm-hmm. he had it down so far, and it just, I don't know. It just always looked really cool the way he, w- he would play. They're a great bassist. 
Oh yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. For sure. And what is your number one, Mr. Eric? Okay, so my number one was actually in both of your honorable mentions, and that is Pearl Jam. Great I, choice. I I love Pearl Jam. Um, for years, I uh, I, I drove uh, one of my one of my folks cars had a, the Sirius satellite radio so the only channel I'd listen to was literally the Pearl Jam station so I listened to like their entire discography like 10 is amazing uh, Yield Vitalogy Verse uh, No Code uh, Binaural funny story about Binaural um, a buddy of mine who's been on the pod before uh, named Imran uh, we're childhood buddies and so uh, for my birthday, he had got me binaural. Um, to this day, he doesn't remember why he got me it. He he says it was probably because the cover looked amazing, because uh, he doesn't listen to that type of music. And like I played the shit out of that album for like so long. Like of the girl is a jam. Um, a couple of other songs that are on there is uh, God's Dice, Evacuation, Nothing As It Seems, like. Their entire discography, I could just blast forever. People, people who don't like them always say, you know, uh, all their albums sound the same. But I say, incorrect, mm. sir, incorrect. Uh, they, all, mm-hmm. they also yeah. did a uh, MTV unplugged. It seemed like a lot of those grunge bands uh, back in the nineties yeah. did did those unplugged. So that was... their music really like lent itself to being unplugged. Yeah, yeah, like Black by uh, Pearl Jam, unplugged is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, like even Nirvana, all that stuff was is great, and uh, like Alice and James too. So yeah, yeah, I, they I, had an excellent unplugged Alice and James. Yeah, Pearl Jam. Even Corn did it, I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah they did. Yeah, yeah. unplugged yeah. was a big thing back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I will say Pearl Jam's uh, de-evolution video is one of the coolest videos I've ever seen in my life. For you kids that don't know or don't know what a music video is, they used to play them on MTV. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just like the the, I don't even want to say cartoonish, but uh, like the animation of it was just unreal. And if you can't get up, like hearing de evolution, like what's wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no doubt. <laughs> and like all their songs are just like you can get into them really easily. Like uh, I find with the tragically hit for instance like i love them and everything but once you start playing songs past 1997 at their albums i mean at their concerts nobody knows what they're talking about but like with uh with bands like pearl jam for instance like you can play uh de-evolution and then um uh you are for instance and and everybody knows those songs so it's interesting it's great ironically yeah. because if you play uh even flow, you can't understand half the words he says. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Somebody made a great video of uh, somebody pretending to be like a uh, a translator for the deaf at a Pearl Jam concert, and he <laughs> just puts up his arms while he's playing even flow. Like, <laughs> I don't know That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember that too. Wow, that's amazing. We only had one overlap in uh, our top five. Very uh diverse top five of uh 90s music yeah, definitely great. a lot of variety that's for sure <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. So, uh, as I mentioned before, SJ and I are working on a uh, playlist for uh, Frigid A uh, for Nighter and the B. So we'll have that in the show notes. Um, Brendan, uh, we'll get all your songs too to be put on that playlist. And uh, yeah, cool, 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 cool. So uh, next week we may potentially be talking about wrestling uh, as the icon Sting uh, retires in two weeks. So stay tuned for that. We will also have some other stuff. And uh, thanks again to Visionaries Global Media for uh, taking a chance on uh, this this little pod. And uh, hopefully big things to come with uh, collaborating with you guys. And uh, SJ and Brendan, thank you so much for uh, being uh, consistent co-hosts over the last almost a year now. Uh, and yeah, appreciate you both. Go back and listen to some 90s music. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Golden age. Yeah. <laughs> as, as always, you can find Brendan at, at the Irish Misfit on uh, Twitter or X and SJ at Carnival of Chaos at Twitter and X and uh, myself, E underscore Freeds on Twitter and X, as well as uh, the Nattering with E Instagram page. Uh, if you'd love to, if you'd like to get on the show, drop uh, myself or SJ or Brendan a message and uh, we'll make it happen. Uh, and uh, this will all be in the show notes. I, I realized last week after discussing with SJ that uh, we only had a description. We didn't have anybody's tag. So, 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 yep. <laughs> as, as SJ's been telling me since the get-go, uh, if you want people to listen, you kind of got to promote your stuff, man. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. uh, this time we will actually have tags. We'll, ha- we'll have all of our lists on the, on the notes. And as always, Thank you so much. Uh, We'll see you soon. Later.